Real-life friends having real-life conversations. This is Good Talk Gang. What do y'all want to talk about today? Sex, baby. You and uh, me. Well, of course. <laughs> Whoa. I don't like the way you said you and me, Johnny. <laughs> Who are you talking to, Johnny, first of all? Second of all, should I, should I inform Andy? Yeah, he can Johnny, join Johnny, let's in. talk about sex. Oh, okay. I didn't say join, I said inform. Oh, Ooh, sorry. Did you hear that little yeah. burp thing? Well, that came from, I didn't burp. It came well, from throat my... croak. <laughs> how, how can there be a TLC channel when there's a TLC what? singing oh my group? God. Is this one of your observation stand-up comedy bits? <laughs> yeah, but it's not so much comedy. So I was flipping through the channels the other day, and I saw <laughs> TLC. God. You guys ever thought of that one? Huh? Huh? <laughs> no. Huh? I have I have more important things to think about, like Frasier. Just gets confusing. <laughs> m- I don't really think about TLC, the group, or the channel. But do you think about tender loving care? No. No, no. <laughs> that is the last kind of care that I think about. <laughs> tender loving, no thank you. You know, some people like it nice and easy. But we like it nice and rough. That's right. It's another Proud Mary reference. Sorry that I didn't get it. Well, brush up on your Tina Turner, honey. <laughs> TLC was be- is better it. than Destiny's Child. Is this... Do you think that's a common opinion? Or do you think that's an uncommon opinion? Well, I think that we need to acknowledge that they're different bands from a different decade. Yeah. They're both good in their own rights, Johnny. And I also think it might be... Motherfuckers are so diplomatic. Hey, I'll take a stance right now and say (laughs) that, you know, I don't know. (laughs) I'll take a stance right now. Okay, if I had to choose, if I had to choose between the two, Johnny had me in a dark alley and had a gun pointed to my head and I had to choose between Destiny's Child or TLC DC baby yeah yeah well I have an opinion I thought about it right now uh, what a what a surprise I'll figure it out later that is my opinion I can't help it I mean I guess I have I think for me TLC was more foundational because like that's when I was like getting into music and like their music video, Creep, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in satin PJs and they were dancing around and like, I love that. So I don't really remember much of Destiny's Child. See, Destiny's Child was more, I guess, formative for me. Yeah, because Johnny and I are like... A decade older than you. You are not. Well, Johnny. I am. But (laughs) you are not. I'm like a baby boomer over here. (laughs) It explains all those minion memes. Because boomers love minions. Hey, I have a joke for you guys. What kind of firework goes to bed before 11 p.m.? I don't know. Baby boomers. (laughs) Baby boomers. Showing. Bing bong. I have a couple of things that I need to get off my chest. Okay. 
Let it loose, sister. Well, the first one is I've started becoming increasingly more unhappy with the direction of library administration. And there's a very real possibility that in the next few months I might be fired for insubordination. Has there been a change in leadership or just a change in direction? I don't know if direction is the right word, but just um, what ha- what's different? Yeah, I go up to the administration wing and they're all singing New Direction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, One Direction. Damn it! New Direction. <laughs> <laughs> New Direction. <laughs> oh. Um, about three, two or three years ago, we got a new director and she kind of sat on her hands for like a year and then boom, all of a sudden, like she fired people. She has new, she's a new administration wing, um, which I have said before and, and I'll say it again. I hold only one flag for this woman and it's that she is changing up like administration to mirror the discipline of librarianship in that typically librarianship is like 90% feminized on the floor and 90% male um, upstairs. Hmm. So like administration, but this director has like turned that on its head and she basically only has women in senior management. Now, unfortunately she doesn't have the right women in senior management. So, I mean, it's the right women, women for her because they're all her little minions and follow her around and lap up Ugh. her sweat and bullshit like that um, and drink down her good ideas. But good ideas should be in air quotes for the listeners. Anyway, so that's a thing that really might happen. Um, some things are changing, and I think it goes directly against librarianship um, fundamentally um, in philosophy. So uh, we'll see. And if that's the case, like, I'm still going to go through with getting my MLS, and then eventually I will have a job where I can make decisions and undo all of her bad ones. There you go. So we'll see. Be prepared for the coup <laughs> of the century. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the death of the queen. Yeah. <laughs> she does. I will say this, too. Last thing. Actually, I might shut the windows. Do you think that's a good idea? Because of the... Yeah. Okay, hang on. Sorry, listeners. Be right back. Sorry, dear listeners. Mower's got to mow. I bet you could... Trying to record up here! (laughs) Just... (laughs) I feel like this happened the last time we recorded. Was that a turkey? This is some good... No, that was the window closing. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, yep. This is some good natural audio. You know, Ira Glass kills people for <laughs> natural audio this good. <laughs> I wish you killed people. <laughs> okay, I'm back. I don't remember what I was saying. Uh, you were talking oh, about... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll oh. just call her GS for short. Yep. For an- anonymity. Anonymity. C-N-N-M-E. She's ambidextrous. C-N-N. Watch out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so recently, ALA was in Chicago, and that's like American Library Association. So it's like the conference of all conferences for librarians. Part-time librarians didn't get to go. They weren't invited. Um, GS wouldn't pay for part-time librarians, which is fine. I wouldn't go anyway. I'd rather go to C2E2. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but she went, the director went, 
and encountered two of our librarians from one of the grown-up departments. Two. She did not recognize them. Because she doesn't, she does not know her staff because she's always up in her ivory tower, right? So not only did she not recognize the librarians, the librarians came back and told everybody, like, she had sweatpants on at this conference. She was wearing sweatpants. <laughs> she's the director of a multi-library system. She was wearing sweatpants and her hair was, quote unquote, a mess. Mm-mm. Which I know, objectively speaking, like maybe she thought her hair was not, you know, whatever, blah blah blah. Translation, but like sweatpants. Oh, I think she's. No, I'm not even gonna say it. That's really weird. Maybe she had just come it, back but... from a run. Or no, she can't run. She has a broken. She has weird problems with her leg. Remember that thing Mrs. Michelson had in college when she broke her leg? Not really. She had to like zoom around campus do. with that thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, she has this thing that she has to, anyway, she has this little zoomer around that she just like, I don't know. And I, I, I have realized and actually come to peace with the idea that the things that are changing are fundamentally wrong. And um, I think I'll probably have to be a martyr for the cause, which will be fine because then I can like start a blog Twitter account. I can like let the community know how she's destroying the system from the from the bottom up. Um, so maybe that'll be better in the long run, but also then I'll lose my job. <laughs> but maybe that might lead to another job. True. And, you know, like I told my boss, my direct supervisor, like the minute that I start worrying about administration and stop working for the kids and start working solely for the director, we all lose anyway. Yeah. And that's all what we're doing is just tiptoeing around protocol. And that's bullshit. And I'm about to lose my cool. Flip my lid. <laughs> if you can tell. And God help us when that day comes. <laughs> I'll burn the city to the ground. So just so you know, that's what's going on in my life. Perf- As for me in my house, I'm on summer vacation time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, I have a, a Tommy Bahama shirt for Every day of the week. Very nice. I'm just kidding. I don't. <laughs> he doesn't. But, but I am wearing a floral print today. Oh no! I lost the mic. There we go. Got it. Nope. Lost it. I don't want to have to cut this out. Okay. I think when I turn fifty, I'm going to buy a whole lot of Tommy Bahama shirts. One for every day of the month. What are Tommy Bahama shirts? They're they're like Hawaiian shirts for old men. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I've lost Johnny completely. Well, I haven't really said much. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Right. Right there. Yep. Good. <laughs> right there, Dirk. Don't stop. Please don't. <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, he looked right in my eyes. He said, please don't. <laughs> so I was, tr- I was trying sorry. to find a story about the ALA that I read like two or three months ago. Uh-huh. I can't remember any of the details other than it had something to do with politics. Like like something like putting out a supporting statement or a statement against Nazis or something like that. And it couldn't pass. 
like the librarians couldn't agree on how much to denounce neo-nazis you can what? cut all this because i can't remember i can't find it i'm searching like you guys are making everything. way too much work for me right now i'm very upset <laughs> i'm searching everything that i can find well, here's an article from the New York Post. This is why quiet, loving librarians can't shut up about politics. Does that no. have anything to do with it? No, it was, a, it was specifically a vote they took at their last thing. Oh, okay. Where, yeah, and I just can't find anything. Well, luckily, since I don't have my MLS, I can't really be considered a real librarian, and I don't have to, like, necessarily pay dues or whatever to the ALA. So I'm kind of... Um, separate from that but you know I might not have an MLS but I feel like as far as I'm concerned right now I have more of a librarian's creed and heart than the director of my library right now yeah you know you can lead a, you can lead a horse to water but you can't make her drink <laughs> I that fits somehow but I don't know how right now whatever well free information who needs that right I mean we have books and that's okay I guess which is a direct quote from my director. We have books, and I guess, or, and that's okay, I guess. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's a library, you bitch. <laughs> oh, Lord, help me. I don't know what to do. Right, anyway, right, but. Right, not bad. Well, but. Can you be anonymous? Mm -hmm. I would think so. I mean, your cover is blown because you're talking about it on our podcast. But That's true. Johnny, God, you should have just sent that to me cut, quietly. Cut that too, Dirk. <laughs> this, it's really, this it's really fine. This episode's going to be 15 minutes long. <laughs> like, if we're... One sad bit about Tommy Bahama, that's it. 100%. If something did come out like that without even listening to this podcast, everyone would know who it was. Because I have not been quiet. That's true. And, I, you know, I don't go quietly into the night. I don't, ever, about anything. So, whatever. Fuck you. Come at me. Come at me, GS. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, don't unless you have to. <laughs> um, but I did get some good news today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These are the two things I'm going to talk about, the library and then this. One of my really good friends is having a baby in August. And when she goes back to work in October, I'm going to watch her baby two days a week. Ooh. I know. I'm so excited. I'm going to call you Fran Drescher because <laughs> you're the nanny. Because I'm the nanny. Um, I'm really excited about this. I'm going to read that baby so many books. I'll be a librarian in my own right. <laughs> a personal librarian. A personal librarian slash nanny. So there you go. That's awesome. Thanks. I'm really pumped. I saw her about two hours before we started recording and it's always good to hang out with her, but also like we talked logistics and I just got really excited. I get excited about logistics too. <laughs> Import, export. <laughs> Johnny, what's been going on in Tennessee? Yeah. I feel like I haven't talked to you in a million years. When can we expect some grandchildren? Um, it's just, it's just hot, like all the time. Yeah. Um. Have you gone to Dollywood yet this summer? You know what? No. 
but I did drive by it. Uh, I went to, this was a couple weeks back, to Pigeon Forge. Specifically, this is going to be the most boring story ever, I'm going to tell it anyway. Specifically, I drove all the way out there for two discount bookstores. Both <laughs> of which have closed and have been replaced by other stores. Aww. Oh, no! And I even knew it was possible because when I googled them for the address, it wasn't coming up. But Google didn't make any notes of, oh, this store is closed. Sometimes it'll have a little note about that if a store has gone under. But there was nothing, so... It was so you just, just I mean, like, you chanced it. I chanced it. There was one bookstore yeah. in all of Pigeon Forge. I mean, like, why would they have a bookstore there, though? Well, 10 years... It's a big outlet place. So 10 years well, I mean, ago, I remember clearly there being at least, like, five or six bookstores. And they were all, like, clearance type of bookstores. So just random product. But at super cheap prices. So it was always kind of fun going and browsing. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Um, but they're all gone. No but, one no one mm. wants books anymore, I, I well, guess. Well, like... I guess this, my takeaway from this is, like, maybe tourists are changing or the type of tourists in that area are changing. Because when Andy and I went to Gatlinburg a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. you know, you have to drive through Pigeon Forge to get to Gatlinburg from from where, how we come um, south. And uh, it, no offense, but it, it seems really fucking shitty. It's like, like, yeah, it's sort of like trashy Vegas, like trashy. Yeah, and I trashy and I even Vegas. hate Vegas, <laughs> but I think I hate Pigeon Forge more than I hate Vegas. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like how many times can you see an airbrush store or a old timey photo <laughs> store or like. I don't know. It just seemed very strange to us, and um, it doesn't help that we the traffic is stop and go like gridlock yeah no matter what time of day it is and that seems so annoying to me it's can't imagine living down there it's definitely an experience um i think the first time i ever went to pigeon forge was when i was a teenager and we went there my church youth group went there for like um i think it was called acquire the fire oh yeah like a big conference no, uh, it was like two or three days, two days maybe. I don't remember exactly, but it's just funny because the the pigeon forge in my head as a teenager is totally different from reality. I don't know exactly why, but I well, just I think it when we were teenagers though, it was different because I went when I was a teenager too, and it really was. I mean, it still had like Ripley's and the building that was upside down and stuff like that, but like, I don't know. It just or maybe we're just different, which is your point, but. It, I hated it. Or it's the Mandela effect. What's the, what's that? It's a <laughs> it's a conspiracy theory that I found out from my kids that um, there are like products of two alternate universes. Um, so like the Bernstein Bears versus the Bernstein Bernstein Bears, um, or there was Looney Tunes spelled t-u-n-e-s or t-o-o-n-s oh my god so like i remember the 
the Bernstein Bears. S T E I N. But if you look, like all you can find are Bernstein. S T A I N. Books now. And it's when and enough so, people believe that this other pro- thing exists when it there's no proof that it exists. Yeah, there's no proof that Bernstein bears ever existed, or Bernstein, however you want to pronounce it. But hmm. um, so the theory is <laughs> interesting. Um, one universe collided with another, and then kind of like took over. So the pigeon forge from your childhood. <laughs> Might still be out there somewhere in the huh. universe. Yeah. Or multiverse, I should say. Shit. How have I never heard of this before? Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't. It got it it was real big last year when everyone was swearing that there was that that movie with Sinbad where he played a genie. Yeah. Kazam versus Shazam. Yeah. And, like, tons of people were saying no. I remember seeing this movie when I was a kid or at the video store. And the whole reason it's called the Mandela Effect is because um, a lot a lot of people remember reading news reports that Nelson Mandela died in, like, 1992 or something. Well, oh, he- my God. I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now, can we go back to Sinbad? Yeah. He was in a movie with a white kid. Right. And he had a vest on, and he wore genie clothes. Right. Shazam or Kazam? That's the debate. That's the debate. Shazam. We're not talking about the music identifying app here. Shazam was a movie. But that was... Shaq? I don't remember. Was it like a knockoff? I'm trying to remember. Shaq was in a movie. And I can't Shaq remember what it is. Shaq was in a movie. I thought you said Jack when you first Jack. Yeah, like Jack who? Shaq and Jack <laughs> were in a movie. Jack fell out. Who was left? Uh, <laughs> I'm ending this right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> Johnny. Oh, Johnny. I love that so much. Okay, Shaq was in a movie and it was... Kazam. Kazam. Sinbad was in a movie called First Kid, where he played alongside a white kid. Yeah, he was but he was not service. a genie. No, he was the Secret Service agent assigned to the First Kid. I don't like anything. I don't like anything right now. Nothing makes sense. Listen, Everything is wrong. I'm sorry, <laughs> but now your eyes are open. You've taken the blue pill. <laughs> <laughs> Berenstein. Berenstein. Steen. Yeah. Yeah. Like the like they're yeah. like they're German. Yeah. German? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think I ever even said uh, pronounced the Baron part. I think it was just Bernstein for me. Burn. I think that's yeah. a Bernstein. Texas thing, maybe. Bernstein. Bernstein Bears. <laughs> uh Bernstein. Party of four. <laughs> Your table was ready. And they'd be like, but the sister bear, yeah. she was picking raspberries without mom's permission. Yeah. <laughs> Brother and sister bear were so rude in the restaurant. Well, fuck. So, sorry I fucked your life up. Yeah, like I'm over here just like thinking about all of these things. What's, what's your takeaway on this, Erica? What's your takeaway? 
Well, honestly, I'm a little sick to my stomach, really. If I, <laughs> if I could, if I could locate a feeling, it's just that maybe we're all simulation. We're we're all Sims. <laughs> that explains that gold diamond above your head right now. Explains <laughs> <laughs> so why I pee myself constantly. Yeah. <laughs> And why the door just disappears every once in a while. It also explains the director of a multi-library uh, system yeah. <laughs> acting like a f- nincompoop. Oh. <laughs> a f- nincompoop. I almost said something way worse. You're speaking in sim language now. Nincompoop. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my takeaway. So, And also, I don't have enough champagne to understand the Mandela effect. Just... Read up on it tonight. I don't know. Oh, here it is, already up on my... I didn't even remember seeing this up on my screen. <laughs> the Mandela effect becomes reality with this, sin, with this scene from Sinbad's blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's enough of that. I'm. Yeah, we don't need to hear about Sinbad's blah, 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 blah. on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Before we stop recording, however long that is, I do have a poem to read for this episode okay you know what since this since this is the season quote unquote (laughs) census i'm gonna take a census (laughs) it's 50 pages so settle in since this is the season finale for season two Uh as we're calling it yeah um maybe we should say say thanks okay go for it say thanks um I want to say thank you to all the people who wrote reviews like we asked them to. <laughs> Do you mean begged them to? Groveled. Sorry I said that so loud. <laughs> begged <laughs> them to. Begged them to. I've only had two glasses of champagne. And I am yeah. feeling it hard. Yeah, starting <laughs> to get the giggles. Um, yeah, thank you to all of you. Who we begged to write a review and did. And in the words of Alanis Morissette. Isn't it ironic? No, I was thinking, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Silence. <laughs> stick stick a pin in Alanis Morissette. Let's do some more thanks, but I want to come back to that. <laughs> Wait, you want to come back to Alanis Morissette or yeah. you want to come back to more thanks? Let's do some more thanks, but stick a okay. pin in Alanis. Alanis. I don't Literally. feel comfortable sticking anything in Alanis Morissette. <laughs> I do, but only in that music video where she doesn't have any clothes on. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you... <laughs> Happy 21st birthday, Erica. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's, let's continue on with the thanks. Namaste. <laughs> okay, I have some thanks. Uh, like Sarah McLaughlin, uh, like Natalie Merchant said, <laughs> thank you for being so kind and generous. <laughs> I can't get it together, Dirk. I don't know what's happening. Do I need to mute, mute your mic for a little Maybe. while? I don't know what's going on. Do I need okay. Andy to sit in for you for a while? No. Uh, uh, thank you to Dirk and Johnny for being the best co-hosts on the side of the equator probably on the other side of the equator i could find somebody else but thanks but not up here (laughs) at least we got the northern hemisphere on lock southern hemisphere johnny and southern hemisphere dirt we wear panama hats down there 
<laughs> and we have <laughs> matching <laughs> cockatoos that sit on our shoulders. And in my vision, you each have a mole above your lip. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're just a very glamorous like Cindy Crawford, and you both have Cindy Crawford moles. I hope I have one of those really long cigarette holders. <laughs> yes. And I say Dios mio all the time when I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good telenovela. <laughs> Dios mio. <laughs> Woo! Well, I want to thank you for being a top-notch co-host. Yeah, those, those obvious. In the Midwest, in the Midwest region of the United States, I'm pretty sure I could find something better in the Southwest, but. <laughs> All those Arizona girls. <laughs> Someone with a lot more turquoise in her jewelry box. Yeah, right. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know what happened. I think I got bit by a bug. I want to thank our future sponsors who haven't sponsored us yet. <laughs> I'd like to... Send a special shout out to Casper Mattress. <laughs> because I'm looking for a mattress right now, and Casper, I would love to uh, be a spokesperson. <laughs> 110 days. Blue Apron. <laughs> Sending you shit food. No, wait, we want them to pay us. Good food. Sorry, I was drinking and talking at the same time. All I heard was I thought you said chef food. Me too. Chef food. He did. He didn't say shit food. What service are you talking about? Oh, blueapron.com. Start cooking with America's Mm. top recipe delivery service. Farm fresh produce, custom meal preferences. New recipes. Do you have copy points over there? (laughs) From 874 per per meal. Ship right to your home. Makes cooking fun and easy. Blue Apron will provide you with all the ingredients that you need to make the delicious meal. Exactly the right proportions. I'm telling you. We're all Sims right now. We're not real people. This is dissolving very fast. <laughs> use, use promo code WTF. Johnny, don't give it to Mark Marin. <laughs> use promo code GOOD at checkout. Well, who do I want to thank? Like, what sponsor do I want to thank? Hmm. hmm. I don't guess I have one. Um. Dr. Sorry. Pepper. I yeah. do love Dr. Pepper. I've been trying to get Lacroix to be our sponsor. Yeah. Well. How's that working stuck out? Up. Just oh. kidding. I'm just kidding, Lacroix. Hello to you too, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> How's that working out? How's that working out for you? Um. You could thank Harry's razors. Because I use them. Well, because you could get Andy to use them. Right. What does he shave? His balls? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I want to thank Harry Razors. The punk band Harry Razors and the Harrys. Harry's Razors, if you're listening right now, um, we'd be willing to shave Erica's (laughs) husband, Andy, his face on on the podcast. I'm sorry. Like, we would just pretend to do it. I have to be honest because Andy wouldn't allow it. You know, I think there's a really handsome man under that beard. I do. T- I, I know see- there is. I want to see that man. I think I if we can get guy. enough five star reviews, Andy will shave his balls. 
He'll probably do that for no star review. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Well, you know your husband. <laughs> well, I do have a bottle of rosé in the fridge. Should I grab that? Round two, baby. Keep it going. <laughs> uh, I'll be right back with that. What is Johnny drinking tonight? Oh, uh, probably water? oatmeal. <laughs> Love to drink my oatmeal. <laughs> you make it extra soupy. Like you, you put almost a full cup of milk in it. Oh my god! So it's basically just oats floating around in sugar milk. In reality, that's the opposite of the kind of oatmeal I like. The kind of oatmeal you I like, like it thick is undrinkable. <laughs> like a thick and nasty. Use a knife and fork to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> the nastier, the better. Ugh. See, I I like mine more like porridge. You're, you're a big a porridge little, eater. I am. Cheater, cheater, porridge eater. That's what they <laughs> say about me. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even hear what led up to that. It okay, so Alana's more set. I love her. Oh shoot, I just closed out of it. Anyway, in the song Head Over Feet is the first recorded uh, reference of Friend with Benefits. Oh. So she may very well have coined the phrase. Oh yeah. In nineteen ninety. Best friend with benefits, I remember that. But you know what? in the context of the time. song, it's it, it's it's not how we use it today. Friend with benefits is kind of like someone you're friendly with, but you're hooking up with. In the context of the song, I guess it's someone you're a little closer to. Possibly in um, a relationship with. I'm going to level with you both. Okay. The only real experience I have with Alanis Morissette uh-huh. is on Curb Your Enthusiasm. So. Is it good? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <Excuse> me. <laughs> the only experience I have with her is buying and listening to Jagged Little Pill <laughs> hundreds of times. To what? In fact, what? during the 90s, from roughly probably like 1994 to 1999, mm. or possibly even into 2000, I would sit down every year and rank my favorite artists and bands in a notebook. She was up near the top for just about the whole decade. She's so, because she, it's, okay. Are you talking about Jagged Little Pill? Yes. And I have to admit, that's the only right album for Isaiah Brown. Oh, me too. Me too. But it's still like, it's still really good in that when you're like on a road trip or you're going somewhere and you just look up Jagged Little Pill, you can sing it from the beginning to the end, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, you fucking listen to it. And I did too. Um... I think it was one of the first experiences that I've had with like, like wo- woman rage, like being mm. mad at this man for being such an asshole. Um, so I, I appreciate that. I think that she was foundational in a lot of ways for me. And then, and then on the same token, have this really sappy song about falling in love. Mm-hmm. You know, she she gave me permission to express a wide array of emotions. <laughs> 
She also played God in the Kevin in Smith. It was a dogma? dogma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then had a role on on Weeds for a while, not playing Ooh. herself, playing. I forget, maybe like a therapist or something. Schmalanis. Schmalanis. Everyone remembers that that part. Yeah. Um. I don't have anything else to say about Alanis, though. I'm sure there's something. She was naked in a video. Hmm. Hmm. Food for thought. Yeah. Also, Johnny, I've been listening to your Spotify playlist that you made. Johnny, Johnny favorite 90s. One oh, Hit nice. Wonders as heard on Good Talk Gang. Pretty good. It's a good list. It is a good list. And I want to tell you, um, I was helping a patron find, um, oh, excuse me, as our director wants us to call them, I was helping a customer. No. Are you serious? I'm serious. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm fucking serious. Don't. Uh, this is one of the changes that she is implementing that she is like, you you must call them customers, cannot call them patrons. Motherfucking capitalist. Thank you. Stupid little fucking, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> Okay, anyway, so I was helping a patron find uh, lullabies, and we were both over there just kind of browsing with her eyes um, in the section, and she pulled out Lisa Loeb. She goes, what do you think about her? And I said, I love Lisa Loeb. She goes, well, she looks a little bit like you. And I was like, what? (laughs) No. And I was like the most flattered, and I said, well, you you remember her from when we were kids, Lisa Loeb and the Nine Stories. And she was like, no, I don't. And I was just like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. And she was like, no. And I proceeded to, <laughs> I proceeded to sing the song. <laughs> and she was like, she was looking right at me. And she was like, no, I don't remember her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> After all that? You say, <laughs> I only hear what I want to. And she was like, no, I don't know. I don't know. She just kept saying, I don't know. And I kept singing. <laughs> it maybe could have made it on Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> it was so awkward. Yeah. Sounds like something Larry would do. Yeah. I talk so all the time. Now do you know? So. <laughs> Please stop singing. Yeah. I have a tweet in my drafts folder that I've never sent that just says Lisa Loeb in the 9-11 stories. No. I could- Why Johnny. haven't you tweeted that? I feel like it's a contextual tweet and it's never just come up. Like there's never been a- an appropriate time. I guess on nine eleven would be one time, <laughs> or on Good Talking. Do now. it, yeah. Release it now. <laughs> I'll think about it. Okay, oh. I have nothing in my draft. I want it to have maximum effect. <laughs> well, it's a good one. Maximum impact. Was that a movie? I, uh, impact, impact was. I'll look. So I was curious. I just looked through my drafts. I only have two. One says, are these the same people who sell those shirts with a giant dog and sunglasses in reply to someone? (laughs) And the other one just says, you better be sorry. (laughs) Holy shit. Drunk dirt gets mad. Shade queen. (laughs) Um, How do you check your drafts? Well, I don't use the 
stock Twitter app. So what do you know. use? Oh, you were bragging about this like, some other day. Oh my god. Yeah, let me let me just stop to thank someone else. I'd like to thank Tweetbot, my preferred Twitter client of choice. You know why I like Tweetbot? Why do you like Tweetbot? Why? Do they give you a hand job every time you tweet? Is that why you have a billion tweets? Yep, that's right. That's right. Guessed it. When daddy lives alone. <laughs> <laughs> to the students that I know listen to this podcast, I am so sorry right now. Uh, I like it because it doesn't show sponsored tweets or oh. any com- commercials or ads. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Well, if I'm on the website, how do you think I find drafts? Lists? This is boring. Oh, But I you, need to know if I have any drafts. Uh, you can't do it on the website. It's local to your phone, to the app. Where so it, you have to open up. I got to do it to remember. It's different now. You got to go to compose a tweet. And then there's um. a little button up by your icon that looks like a feather quill Uh uh-huh and you click on that and it should show if you have any drafts it'll show oh i must not have any drafts then and i usually purge them every six months or so because like i've probably got 30 right now i don't know why just happens damn it just happens damn and most of them are really dumb like Here's a picture of a Blockbuster card with the caption. When you find your old Blockbuster card cleaning under your bed. <laughs> like, for some reason I started tweeting that and just decided this is dumb. Instead of deleting I it, I saved it. I would have gone through with it. Pull the trigger, baby. That's, that's gold. I mean, here's another draft that is, I mean, comma, let's be honest, comma, they. <laughs> I have no they. idea. Oh, here's a good one. I don't know why I didn't send this. This Hardee's is playing a reggae version of a James Blake song. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because I didn't want people to know I was at Hardee's. <laughs> I think I even Googled it later and found out it's actually a reggae song and James Blake like did a version of it. But I don't remember exactly. It might James have also Blake been. did what to it? Like he, he, did. he did his own Blakeified version. Oh, I see. Blakeified. We call that uh, Blakerification, <laughs> and it's happening all over urban centers in America. I just want you guys to know that I do apologize for <clears throat> the lack of LOLs on my Twitter feed. I have been, July is excruciating in the city in that... Um, there are too many fireworks, and fireworks piss me off. And it's not even done because baseball's still happening, and the Three Rivers Festival is going to blow off a load, and it just makes me so mad. So I've just been like the meanest. Tell part. me about Rainbow Connection. Okay. What was that? Why did you start listening to that all of a sudden? Well, um, in story time for the Littles, we do a lullaby. Mm-hmm. And there are like three or four lullabies that like traditionally we use. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to start using other lullabies. So I started using um, 
Sarah McLaughlin's version of Rainbow Connection and just fading it out at about a minute 30. Mm-hmm. Because we try not to make the lullaby section of um, story time too long because kids are there to have fun and not cuddle. But we want them to cuddle in story time to kind of like calm down for the next section. Okay. And I was just like, that's that's an amazing song and I should be listening to it more. So um, I started listening to Kermit's version and it's so wonderful. And I did a YouTube search for Kermit Rainbow Connection. And one that came up was Jim Henson's funeral where they played Rainbow Connection at his funeral. And then, like, I watched Big Bird sing It's Not Easy Being Green, Mm. and it just broke my heart. (laughs) And so from that point on, I was just like, there are so many covers of this song because this one particular man, like, changed everybody's lives. I don't know. I got really weirdly emotional about Jim Henson. And so I've just started I've just started listening and I'm I'm on a quest to find a to find one that's better than Kermit's version. And I can't. And I don't know if it's like an emotional connection I have with it or if it's just the absurdity of a sweet little weird frog with a weird green collar on playing a banjo on a, on a log or if it's just like Jim Henson just had Kermit's voice on this weird reverberation wave to engulf our hearts. I mean, I don't know, but I've just, seriously, in the mornings, I will listen to like 15 covers of Rainbow oh my Connection. Gosh. <laughs> it's wow. really weird. And it's to the point where, like, I'll re-listen to some to decide, you know, like which ones I like. Weezer's okay. Kenny Loggins is not very good. Really? Yeah. I was disappointed with that because I thought I would like it, mm. but... Gwen Stefani's is fine, but not great. Sarah McLaughlin's is good. Um, I really like the punk version a lot. Really? Yeah. Um, and then the one on Legion is equally scary, but yeah. also good. Like, really good. That is a good version. If you heard that version separate from the visual effects, mm-hmm. it would it would be different. But, like, you keep thinking about him on the bed plucking yeah. this banjo in all white and you're like ah so scary <laughs> but um, anyway yeah I don't know it, it just kind of happened all of a sudden Johnny it wasn't like it wasn't a thing that I decided to do and it just became a thing that I was doing if that yeah. makes any sense at all hmm. but like everybody has a cover of it and then it makes me think I'm going to learn to play the ukulele and I'm going to learn this song just because I want to be part of that yeah. community, which is so strange to even think about. I don't know. It's very strange. It's weird. Um, I always think of Andy Bernard's version on The Office. I don't even remember that one. Which episode was that in? Yeah. Um, there was, oh, God. when I think it was season three when Scranton and the other branch merged. And Andy was trying to woo Pam. And so Jim was pranking him the whole time. And he's like, can you sing in a falsetto? Oh, no. And so at the end of the episode, (laughs) Andy is singing Rainbow Connection on his banjo in a falsetto. And then at the end, he puts Rainbow Connection in Pig Latin because that was another thing Jim told him (laughs) that Pam (laughs) loved. (laughs) And she's just awkwardly sitting there listening to him sing. 
the rainbow connection it's good amazing i can't wait to re-listen to that but surely you guys get obsessed with things like that like i can't be the only person in the world who's obsessed with rainbow connection right now i'm sure there's another person (laughs) at least one but not in this room. <laughs> Southern Hemisphere. Rude. Dirk and Johnny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dios se- mio. I'm telling you what. Southern Hemisphere, Dirk and Johnny, they really get me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Northern Hemisphere, Dirk and Johnny are just like, oh, it's a nice song. It's a nice song. But, but that picture of Kermit that I tweeted is my backdrop on all of my computers except for my computer that I write poetry on. And that's Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah kissing in Splash. Mm. But everything <laughs> at work is set to Kermit on the banjo. That's crazy. I don't know. And sometimes I feel like, oh, my God, Erica, you are absolutely insane. You cannot stop listening to this particular song. And I told Andy the other day, I was like, this is a really sad song. Anyway, whatever. Dirk, are you obsessed with anything lately? Besides hating minions? <sighs> well, that's an ongoing thing. And that's that's something that you harass me online about. Yeah, the lot. only reason I know anything about minions is because I know how much you hate them. And I just want to bring them up every time you talk about them. <laughs> I'm pretty, like, ambivalent about minions in general. But... I love them every time you hate them. But you know what? I'm not alone. Rachel Ketterer, (laughs) good internet friend and listener of Good Talk Gang, also hates minions. So, you know what? That's fine. I'm not alone. And you can (laughs) harass me online all you want, Johnny. But you have no power over me. (laughs) Hey, Jim Henson reference, Labyrinth. (laughs) Get the behind me, Chani. Chani. I'm not. I'm trying to think about if I'm obsessed. Yeah, if I'm obsessed with something right now. Uh, I really don't. I don't think so. Um, I got really obsessive over something that I was working on over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not to toot my own horn. Toot toot. But yeah. I'll toot it for you, baby. <laughs> um <laughs> I've been working on a poster uh for a music festival that, that's happening here in Fort Wayne uh in September. Uh before the festival they do like a poster show, so a bunch of different designers uh submit their own posters. And it's kind of like an exhibit type thing. Well, yeah boy is in that this year holla thank you really excited about it and uh i made a design that i loved and i i was really proud of it and the people really liked it but then uh they said they're only using two colors to print so i had to modify it and so last night i kind of went a little insane and i made (laughs) uh seven different variations (laughs) And I've been showing them to everybody to try to figure out what people like. Did I vote on your two tops? Your Mm -hmm. top two? Mm -hmm. Your two tops. My two tops. (laughs) My tube tops. That's good to know that you and I are the same. We are the same. We're not so different, you and I. 
I do also want to toot Dirk's horn in the least sexual way possible. <laughs> yeah, say that a little louder so Andy can hear. He's got his earphones and everything is fine. <laughs> We're okay, baby. Um, I feel uncomfortable again. <laughs> again. Oh, man. I'm so sorry. If this was any kind of like organization you could sue me for sexual harassment <laughs> positive of johnny it. are you the hr coordinator for good talk gang no i'm harassing you online so i'm <laughs> cyberbullying. but what i want to say is dirk has designed my last one two three my last three posters for um poetry events and people are like losing their shit oh. online now and you know it like we saw one of my friends at a coffee shop while Dirk and I were working on creative things. And she said, wait, is this the Dirk who makes your posters for poetry readings? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like kind of fangirling out because she's she's also a graphic uh, designer. And I was like, yep, yeah, one in the same. And she's like, I love your work. <laughs> and I just feel like, I don't know, if you only know Dirk. From his hilarious persona on Twitter and Good Talk Gang. And I mean, there's just, I don't know. I just feel like we, and specifically you in this conversation, we're so much more than like what we do during the day. And I'm not sure people would like know that unless they like know you because you're Mm kind of quiet about it. And you shouldn't be (laughs) because you're so good at it. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. Hats off to you. Top of the morning. I also like the idea of after hours, Dirk. That sounds really fun. (laughs) (laughs) Loosen that tie, baby. After hours, Dirk is out. (laughs) Dirk after dark. Oh, my God. I'm writing that down somewhere. Break out the cigars and the Cavassier. (laughs) Do people still drink Cavassier? Actually, you know what, Johnny? I am obsessed with something right now. Yeah. I'm obsessed with Frasier. There you go. I've been watching it like a hawk. <laughs> so is this I'm, on, is it on Hawks Netflix? do not watch TV. <laughs> that you know of. That's true. City Hawks, you know. They get basic cable too. <laughs> oh my God. Oh um, my Lord. I'm, I'm almost done with season four and I started two weeks ago. So. Damn. Yeah. Well. I love it. It's so good. What about you, Johnny? What are um, you obsessed with? I don't know. I, I, I think I was obsessed with Frasier back in the day. Erica, yeah, I, I know you're watching, or you were watching Friends. I'm still watching Friends. I'm fucked up in season eight. That's the name of my memoir. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever made it that far with friends. You're missing a lot of emotional fodder. Like I am, I'm real messed up right now with Joey Tribbiani. I'm Joey, brokenhearted for him. I've man. seen a few episodes here or there of later seasons where Joey and Rachel. That's where I am. Sucks. Miss me with that bullshit. Listen. I think that I'm really messed up because Phoebe and Joey are my top two. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're more... Okay. Do you say realer or more real? More real. More real. They're more real than the Gellers. 
Fuck the Gellers. And I, okay, so it goes like this. Phoebe, Joey, they flip-flop one and two. Rachel, Chandler, Monica, Ross. Ross is the worst. I think that's a common opinion. Ross is the worst. He is the worst. And you want, you want to tell me, let me tell you something. Listen, <laughs> here, lady. When you say Ross is the worst, you say I'm the worst because I got voted to be Ross in my senior classes oh, no. recasting of Friends. No, 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 I'm sorry. No, Ross is selfish. He's not funny. He has a few highlights. Baby, you ain't nothing but a highlight reel. <laughs> <laughs> but you say that to all the boys. That's the name, that's the name of Dirk's <laughs> but I'm not kidding. Like, no, you're not Ross at all. Thank you. And it in the way that he would actually land Rachel Green, in what fucking universe? Well, in what fucking universe would they have an apartment that beautiful? Beautiful, yeah. yeah. It's rent control, he, baby. That's Joey Tribbiani is, he, anyway... I could marry him and be okay. And then somebody last night said, well, he's stupid as fuck. And I was just like, well, here's the thing. I would take stupid and genuine mm-hmm. over smart and a fuck face any day. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my opinion on friends. <laughs> so anyway. Thanks for, bring- thanks for bringing it up. I only brought that up because there were, I was a NBC sitcom addict for a good portion of the 90s. <laughs> So I've probably seen the first, I don't know, five or six seasons of Frasier a couple times. I lost oh. track at some point. Yeah. Friends. I mean, I don't, I don't really remember much of Frasier. Like growing up or like this last two weeks? <laughs> I was on a bender. <laughs> no, growing I, up. I like woke up and I was like, what just happened? <laughs> this is Dr. Frasier Crane. <laughs> I'm listening. Um, no, growing up. I mean, I remember watching it on TV, and I remember the later seasons, but I don't really remember the earlier seasons that kind of, like, blend with cheers and, like, pick up from that storyline. Mm-hmm. So it's been fun to go back and see that. Man, I had to stop. Andy and I, well, Andy doesn't watch it as much as me, but he sometimes watches Friends with me. But I told him, like, okay, I'm going to take a few days between episodes because if I don't watch it, Joey's heart won't be broken. Hmm. And, like, there's a real problem with that because none of these people are real. Yeah. Well. The the baby Rachel just had is not real. Spoiler alert, Rachel has a baby. Let me just No one told me that. Side okay. note, sidebar, spoiler alert. Joey's story continues. What? I there was you a broke one out. Year, there was a one year I was just saying spoiler alert times two. Oh okay. Joey has one season of his own spinoff. I know, I heard it didn't go very well. Well, I mean it's as good as mm. season eight or nine of Friends. I think the seasons get better with age. I think mm. it peaks about the time. Like a fine wine. <laughs> about the time Monica and Chandler get together is sort oh of. Oh my! I will peaks. tell you this. I was on my way to Wisconsin, driving 
Sweaty as fuck because I don't have air in my car. I just started thinking about Chandler and Monica and the way Monica and Chandler got engaged. And I seriously was in Chicago traffic just crying my eyes out. And it's just like people, you know, people are like, what is wrong with that girl? And, you know, they were like, oh, she's having. Nope, I wasn't having a bad day. I was just thinking about Chandler and Monica both on their knees hugging and kissing and being so happy to be in love. And then he made her the most beautiful candle. And it was really nice. A Chandler makes candles. It's a deep cut joke. Good lord. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. I've seen every episode of Mad About You. Every episode of Wings. Yes. Every episode of Boston Common. Every episode of The Single Guy. <laughs> I don't even know what Boston Common or I The don't, Single Guy I've is. never That's seen a, an episode of any of these shows. Those are, those are some Not of the even one. Cuts. Boston Common, I liked way more than it was actually good. I don't even remember why. Single is Guy it, had Jonathan Silverman. That's all it, I remember. Is it connected in any way to Boston Market? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> is it connected in any way to Boston Cream Donuts? Ooh. <laughs> now you're speaking my language. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> um, it was guys. a huge, it was a hugely rated show because it followed Friends. Mm. Oh, but it what, wasn't Boston Commons or Boston Cream Donuts? Both of them. <laughs> Boston Ooh. Common and then the spinoff Boston Cream Donuts. No. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Let me Zach ask you this, Galifianakis Johnny. was a guest star. I did not know that. That Galifianakis <laughs> was a guest star. That was the most melodic <laughs> sentence you have ever said. Also the loudest. Yeah. <laughs> you said Zach Galifianakis so loud. Dirk and I both, like, we went backwards. <laughs> we were not ready. Sorry, is Joey Tribbiani as good looking in his spinoff as he is in season seven and eight of Friends? No. Sure. are not good to him. He's he's California Joey. What? He moves to California good. to pursue his acting career. Well, no wonder it the spinoff didn't work because people who go to California don't make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's well, true. Seems it never rains in Southern California. <laughs> oh, that's why I liked Boston Common. Why? Trailer Howard of Two Guys, a Girl, in a Pizza Place. Was in it trailer? I hardly know her. <laughs> How many times am I going to say "Good Lord" under my breath? <laughs> we don't know because we can't hear it. But one of my favorite. Let's do a little rewind. You know what? Uh, Wait, Southern Hemisphere Johnny would say "Dios mío." <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh my god! Oh my god! Do you guys remember that one time we were talking about the internet or yes. something? And and Johnny goes, "Modem." I barely know him. No, I don't remember Oh, that. yes, you do. It was one of our episodes. It was one of the best opening jokes that has ever happened on Good Talk Gang. I don't even remember that. I think about it at least once a week. So that's how influential you guys are on my life. I think I purged it from my memory because Johnny was horning in on my material. Oh, <laughs> somebody's upset. Clash of the Titans over here. <laughs> Okay, if you guys had to choose, you don't have to, but if you had to, which Tom Hanks movie would you shoot in the head? 
Bridge of Spies. Okay. Fair. I've never seen it because I don't want to. I don't. Actually, I take that back. Uh-oh. Don't you dare say one of my faves. I'll lose it. I know what your fave is. Actually, it's tied tied for first with two. Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons. Those are the ones you shoot in the head. Those are not my favorites. Just no, everyone knows. Those are not my favorites. I was trying to mislead them to make them think that you love the Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons. Okay. Yeah. I those. think I do Johnny? kind of like the Da Vinci Code. A, because Audrey Tattoo is in it. And she if you been, watch it, let's, if you watch it, keep, the French dubbed version, she does her lines in French, whereas the other actors have some Frenchy doing. No them. one's watching the French dubbed version of Angels and Demons. Not I mean, even, the no, no, Vinci no, no, Code. No, not, not even the French. I don't even know she's in Angels and Demons. I'm talking about the, I the, meant the Vinci Code specifically. And two, Ian McKellen is hilarious in it. Riddle me this. Jonathan. Uh, Does Audrey (laughs) Tattoo (laughs) get artfully nude in the Da Vinci Code like she does in Amelie? I don't think so. That's what I thought. Does she stick her hand in seeds like she does in Amelie? (laughs) What? Why not just do Amelie then with Tom Hanks. Well, that would be better than the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> I, I said the Da Vinci Code. I the think Vinci there code. are some good things in the Da Vinci Code, and that's why I wouldn't use it. Well, but you I haven't even said who you would shoot in the head then. I, I just, I don't know. Like, there's a ton of movies I haven't seen with him that are probably bad. Is Captain Phillips bad? Sure. No. I don't know. Sully? Don't say sure when I say no. Sully? Oh, you know what? That's that's probably the one that I would... It really sullied the name of Tom Hanks. I didn't, you know what I, mean. I didn't even know uh, there was a third Da Vinci Code movie. Inferno. Listen. At this point, you know, just like answer the question of the ones you've seen. Or I'm going to come down there and binge over my knee. I really <laughs> like Road to Perdition. I'll tell you that much. Underrated that's a good Tom one. Hanks. He's, I agree. He's not. He's not nor, his normal Hanks self. Um, Will you make me a T-shirt that says "I'm my own Hank self"? <laughs> Please. Thank you. I'll take that as a yes. I'll take your silence as affirmation that you will make do, that for me. Do I have to have seen Hanks a for movie the to shoot it in the head, or can I shoot one in the head that I just don't care about? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, Saving Mr. Banks. Shoot it you know what? right in the face. Okay. I haven't even... I don't even think I've seen previews for that. He plays Walt Disney. Tom Hanks plays Walt Disney? Yeah, apparently. And Walt Disney I was guess... like... Wasn't he a famous racist? So that's why I'm going to shoot that one in the head. Do you know I think Walt Disney was born on my birthday? He was either born on my birthday or Andy's birthday. I don't remember. So he's either a Sagittarius or he's a Cancer. Mm-hmm. Two way different sun signs. Sensei sun signs. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, Dirk. I'm going to bleep that out because that was borderline racist. I said, Womp. You, no one saw me do this. 
And I did it again. <laughs> She's doing inappropriate hand gestures. You know what? Cultural that. appropriation. I'm so confused right now. Johnny, here's what you need to know. Joe vs. Volcano, best movie of all time. You and Joe Ricky so, agree. You know, Joe Ricky and I, we're both poets too, so. There you go. He also sings folk music. Do you sing folk music? Not well, yet. Only on Fridays. <laughs> no, I don't. Hashtag Folk Friday. <laughs> um, what? You know, I love you guys, but I'm also wondering, like, it feels like it feels like no time at all, and also an expanse of time. So, what time? We is it? we are a little bit over. So, how do you want to wrap this up? I don't know. I feel weird about ending a season two. Hmm. Like, see you next year? <laughs> well, not necessarily, because we do have some midsummer treats. It is midsummer, oh though, isn't it? Fucking God. Not for us, Johnny. Not for us. For us, summer just started on June 21st, because we, we, we recognize the goddess in the solstice, and the solstice recognizes the okay, goddess in yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Namaste. What she said. <laughs> I wish Tom Hanks was in the house. I would shoot that in the head. What did you say? And what does that mean? In the house? <laughs> the movie The House. <laughs> Listen, Johnny, Erica just got her car keys and she was getting ready to walk yeah. out the door to drive down to Tennessee to bend you over her knee. Yeah, Tom because Hanks I was going to say, if, house. <laughs> if Tom Hanks is in my house, we're going to kiss and I'm not going to shoot him in the head. Duh. Johnny. Duh. <laughs> I just want to say to wrap things up a special thanks to Alanis Morissette <laughs> she, should, she should have been the new Spider-Man that's it okay I can get behind that Um. okay so Johnny's wrapped his up we should do popcorn prayers but popcorn thanks you know what oh, okay. I've, I've never done a popcorn prayer so Maybe you've done it, but you, gotta, you didn't just call you it. You gotta that. dial those mouth sounds way back. <laughs> Did you ever sit in a group of people and everyone just kind of prayed random no, things? No. It's kind of like I pepper. Grew up Lutheran, Johnny. It's kind of like it's kind of like volleyball when you pepper. Thing. No, that's that's strictly non-denominational Listen, evangelical Christian. Culture. The Lutheran God does not like popcorn. <laughs> I repeat, the Lutheran God does not. No, like No, actually, popcorn. the Lutheran God loves popcorn. <laughs> But not in prayer form, okay? He only likes it in his movie theater. Yeah, that's right. And sometimes as a sweet treat when he goes to Johnny Appleseed and gets the kettle corn. But that's I think you're I think you're projecting um, our Lord and Savior slash God Triune into who you are. Yeah, I don't if, pray to you. If the Lutheran I'm God just, doesn't like popcorn, he's racist. Ooh. Because I just said the Lutheran God loves popcorn. <laughs> But not in prayer form. I, I don't think you can make that distinction. Either you love it in all ways or hate it. He's a hater of maize. But popcorn hater prayer of the American is a, people. Oh, boy. Listen. Not the American people today. I'm talking about indigenous Wow, is this a cliffhanger for season three? <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving to California season three will exist. to start my acting career. And I am. Well, you know what's going to happen to you? It just happened to jo- Joey Tribbiani. Fall right into the ocean and drown. <laughs> the That's what he did, right? 
<laughs> We're going to throw a wreath of white roses into the sea for you. I'm going to throw 11 roses into the sea for Johnny and one rose for jo- for Joey. All and right. say, you could have been mine. <laughs> Um, to wrap up, I'd like to say, I'd like to give a shout out to Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. Um, also to our fans and our loving, our loving admirers uh, across the country. And also to um, <laughs> all those just, you know, scraping by trying to make it. I just, uh, here's to you and one day you'll get there and uh, keep fighting the good fight and you know what? By God, you're worth it. Mr. Fu- <laughs> Worldwide, fuck me. Up. I'm fucked up. I'd like to thank all our I almost, Canadian listeners. I almost spit out rosé from my nose when you said you'd like to thank Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. I know I'm funny. <laughs> Listen, I would. Uh, I'd like to send a special shout out to South. South American Southern Hemisphere Johnny and Dirk <laughs> You too I'll find you one day <laughs> Those cockatoos are going to outlive you So please take care of them Or they'll pe- peck all your eyes <laughs> Southern Hemisphere Dirk Stay away from the cockatoo Just run Special thanks to Brett Spiner For inspiring me to do All the good I've ever done in my life yeah, and also his best friend Riker, who wants to take me to the bed, mm. and other Riker, <laughs> double Riker. I'll take either Riker because they both look exactly the same, <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't about personality, baby. I don't care if you play the fucking trombone. <laughs> Got your looks, <laughs> your pretty, your pretty face. face. <laughs> but honestly, though, thank you, Riker. <laughs> You have a free pass to Erica's boudoir at any time. <laughs> Open invitation. And and booty. Oh, that took it one two step too far. Well. that's I guess that's my MO. Getting ready for rush week, I guess. Yeah. Here we go. Okay, <laughs> honest to Erica. God, final thought. Riker and Alanis Morissette should have gotten together. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, silence. And I'm ending it. Good Talk Gang is a twice-monthly podcast where three friends have real-life conversations about life, libraries, lighthouses, liturgy, various liquids, famous Vulcans, and things that go bump in the night. For the in-between times, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Good Talk Gang. We also have a newsletter, straight from our inbox to yours which you can subscribe to at tinyletter.com backslash goodtalkgang.